Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, be therefore, be ye therefore, be ye therefore, followers of God as what? Dear children. Be therefore, followers of God as dear children. In other words, God treasures you. God values you. God has placed a very high value upon your life. But on top of that, a dear child is a child who walks very close to his daddy. A dear child is a child who imitates daddy. A dear child is a child who's never at loggerheads with his daddy or with his parents or her parents. Are you hearing me? So, the Bible says, be therefore followers of God as what? Dear children. When a child is precious, when a child is close to the heart of the parent, that child is a child who is always pleasing the parents. They never rebel against their parents. They never go against their parents. They never behave contrary to the behavior of the parents. The dear child is always imitating the parent. And then the parent begins to say, this is my what? Dear, precious, expensive child. So the Bible is talking to you as a child of God. That be therefore imitators of God. Followers of God. As dear what? Children. So don't just be a child. But a dear child. Don't, don't just be children of God. Like general prized children. But be such children who have got a very high value in the presence of God. Because you love the father. Because you imitate the father. Because you walk as the father walks. Oh, yeah. You behave as the father behaves. You talk as the father talks. Am I talking to someone right here? Oh, yeah. So the Bible says, be there for followers. That word followers is imitators. Be there for imitators of God. As what? Dear children. Be imitators. No, when you are imitating somebody, you may not get it right first time. But keep trying it. Keep trying it. Oh, yes. You look at your father. Oh, the father is merciful, full of mercy. Try to be full of mercy yourself. You may not get it right for the first time, but the more you continue imitating, the more you move towards perfection, the more you continue imitating, the more you become it, the more you continue imitating, the more you begin to, pro to bring out the character of the person you're imitating. Am I talking to somebody right here? This is where many Christians miss it. They think they'll become like Jesus by just waking up on the right side of the bed. Oh, now I'm like Jesus. I woke up on the right side of the bed. When they, woke up, when they wake up on the wrong side of the bed, I mean the left hand. Oh boy. Jesus Christ, help us. But the Bible says, be 
therefore what? Imitators of God. As what? Dear, precious children. Someone said neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. I wonder how the world would look like. I wonder how the church would look like if all of us became imitators of God. I wonder how families would look like if in that family, the he and the she were both imitators of God. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I don't know they're hearing what I'm talking about. I wonder how friendships would become if people in those friendships, relationships, began imitating God, I wonder how they would look like. Amen. It says, walk in love. Walk in what? Love. Let's read. Verse 2. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself to us and offering has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a what? Sweet smelling server. In other words, you were not born for yourself. You don't live for yourself. You were born for others. You live for others. Amen. Uh, you're not hearing me. You were not born for yourself. You don't live for yourself. But you were born for others. And you live for others. Your value is measured in how much you give yourself to others. Not how much others give themselves to you. But how much you give yourself to others. Amen. The value of Christ is measured by the, by the, by the, you know, the size of his sacrifice. Giving himself to others. That's his value. He gave himself. For the whole world. Oh, yes. That's his value. He died for us. That's his value. He sacrificed himself. He gave, he gave himself an offering and a what? A sacrifice unto God for us. That's his value. So the Bible is talking to you. Be ye imitators of God as dear children. And walk in love. As Christ also loved us. And he gave himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice unto God. So in other words, you as a child of God, you have been called upon to offer yourself an offering and a sacrifice for other people. Yeah, you're not even hearing me. Oh, yes. Are you following me? We are following you been, if you are going to be an imitator of God, then you ought to learn how to offer yourself as a sacrifice and an offering oh, yes. for other people. I don't know whether you're hearing Amen. me. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Today I'm not teaching for five hours, so relax. Go deeper, Papa. <laughs> what is a sweet-smelling sacrifice? It is a sacrifice that has been put on the fire, on the altar. As it is burning, it releases... A sweet smell. It doesn't matter how fat the sacrifice could be. Unless it is put on the fire. It never releases the sweet smell. So in other words, by you being called upon you to imitate Christ as a sweet smelling sacrifice. 
you have been called upon to sacrifice yourself on the altar of fire. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. It may be painful. It may be disappointing. It may be discouraging. You may have to offer yourself to people who are not deserving. But the Bible says as long as you are imitating Christ, it is okay. Go ahead and do it. Am I talking to somebody right here? You are an imitator of Christ. Jesus didn't offer himself for people who are deserving. He didn't offer himself to people who are clapping hands for him. He offered himself a sacrifice for a people who were busy talking bad about him. They were busy not talking nonsense against him. I'm not talking to somebody here. But he said, Father, forgive these people for they know not what they are doing. Are you hearing me? The people that you deal with every single day, they may not be deserving. But you need to go to another dimension where you do things not because of them, but you do things because of him. You do things because of the one you're imitating. Am I talking to someone right here? Say yes. Yes. You don't do things because of them. No, you do things because of him. You do things because you're imitating him. Are you hearing me? He'll say, yes, it's painful, but I'm still going to do it. Yes, it's painful. I'm going to shut my mouth up. Yes, it's painful. I'm going to still walk in love. Yes, it's painful. I'm going to still be kind. Yes, it's faithful. It's painful, but I'm going to still be faithful. Am I talking to somebody here? Say yes. Yes. Be ye therefore. Be ye therefore. Followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself to us for us an offering and a sacrifice a sweet smelling server unto God. Am I talking to somebody right here? Oh yes. Watch this. Watch this. But what? Verse number three. Verse number three. But what? Let's read together. One, two, three. Go. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you as become saints. In other words, let it not even be mentioned among you. As becometh who? Saints. So in other words, all those conducts, fornication, uncleanness, covetousness, who are you imitating? Remember we're talking about imitation. So if that conduct is not of God, you must be imitating someone somewhere. Amen. Somehow. Amen. Someone say, I disconnect. I disconnect. Say, I disconnect myself. I disconnect myself. I'll only imitate Christ. I'll only imitate Christ. Are you following me? So, if people are not imitating Christ, they're imitating someone else. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? If people are not offering and sacrificing themselves for others, they are sacrificing others for themselves. All these conducts mentioned here, fornication, you are, you are sacrificing somebody for your own pleasure. Hmm. Hmm. You are not hearing me. Oh, yes. When people begin to live a life of uncleanness, they are sacrificing others for their own pleasure. When people begin to be covetousness, they are sacrificing others for their own what? Pleasure. And the Bible says, these conducts should never ever even be mentioned among you as saints. 
you are saints to the most high God. Oh, yes. You shall not become a saint someday in the future. No, when God looks at you, he sees a saint in you. He has got enough faith in you. He believes in you. He trusts you. He knows you can do it. He knows you can live better. My country to somebody right here. Say yes. Yes. As far as God is concerned, he knows you are victorious. It doesn't matter what the devil may bring in your life. It doesn't matter what kind of temptation may come your way. But God knows you've got the power to overcome every temptation. You can do it. Say yes. Yes. I receive. Then he says, neither what? Filthiness. No foolish talking. No jesting. Which are not convenient. You know? I don't know whether you're hearing me. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. So, in other words, God is restricting your language. Remember, we are imitating. So, if you indulge in any of those things, you are imitating someone. And whatever you imitate is what you become. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. Whoever you imitate is what you become. That's the principle of change. You see, you imitate, you become. Oh, yes. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing me. Number one, you what? You see. And then what do you do? You imitate. And then you become. So the Bible says, neither, neither what? Neither what? Filthiness. Uh-huh. No what? Foolish talking. Uh-huh. Nor jesting. Do you know what is jesting? No, I was born with English in my blood. <laughs> Jesting is joking. Crude jokes. Amen. Rotten jokes. Are you hearing me? As a child of God, you need to learn to say, no, 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 no. no. This kind of talk is too far below my level. Amen. Are you hearing me? You need to learn to say, no, 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 no. My mouth cannot speak that kind of a language. Are you hearing me? Yes, you may have work colleagues who swear here, swear there, but you need to say, this kind of a language is too low for me. Am I talking to somebody right here? Say yes. Yes. When they begin to joke nonsense, tell them, excuse me. There's royalty here. I am a royal priesthood. Amen. We do not talk like that. That's a talk of ordinary people. You are a royal priesthood. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say, I am royalty. I am royalty. That's why when you go to Kensington Palace in the UK, those kids born in that house, they have got special trainers. They train them how to talk. Amen. They do not engage in ordinary people's talk. They, they, it's as if, you know, they've got a textbook. The way they speak. Even if they are so emotional. You never even... 
uh, then uh, that one is ordinary. <laughs> Amen. Hey, hey. hey. Say neighbor. Neighbor. I am not ordinary. I am not ordinary. I am a royal priesthood. I am a royal priesthood. Glory. Huh? But prophet, no, he, he provoked me. Worship, I didn't have a choice. No, 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 you have a choice. Oh, yes. You do have a choice. There are two forces. You can imitate this one or that one. Or this one or this one. <laughs> are you hearing me? Oh, yes. But what are you being called upon to? Your language should be a language of thanksgiving. Amen. Your attitude should be an attitude of what? Thanksgiving. Even where things are heated, laying, to say what? Thank you. Are you hearing me? Why? Can I go one level deeper now? Because there, but it's, it's a big thing, you know. It says, no, be followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and he gave himself for us a sacrifice and a Swiss man servant unto God. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? And let no fornication. Neither. Uh -huh. Number two. One fornication. Two. And cleanness. Three. Covetousness. Or covetousness. Uh-huh. It should not be mentioned among you as becometh saints. Neither for filthiness. Nor foolish. Nor jesting, but rather. Someone say, but rather. Say one more time, say, but rather. But rather. So they have eliminated all this kind of talk, all this kind of behavior, to a behavior and a talk of thanksgiving. Amen. Are you hearing me? You need to learn a language of thanksgiving. The first step I deal with if I'm dealing with marriage counseling is to change their language. You cannot change any marriage unless you change their language. Because the character in that marriage is a reflection of their language. Yes. Imagine if we call your missus sweetie. Sweetie. And then you are now really angry. Like sweetie. I'm really angry, sweetie. You see, it doesn't work, right? Do you know what people do? They stop calling her sweetie, they begin to call her names. And those names, they express the anger. But the moment you maintain sweetie, sweetie, <laughs> God knew if he can take control of your tongue, he has taken control of your character. Beloved. Imagine you are really getting wound up. You are like, beloved. Beloved, can we, can we sit down and talk about this? Beloved. <laughs> Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. 
Say you are a child of God. You are a child of God. Be an imitator. Be an imitator of God. Of God. You see, God is very clever. Very clever. Even if he knows that you are so weak, your life is not going in the right direction, he never calls you a sinner. He calls you a saint. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Amen. He calls you a what? A saint. Even if things are going crazy in your life, he maintains his call upon your life that you're a saint. Are you hearing me? He maintains his call upon your life that you're a child of God. Are you hearing me? Why God understands the power of language. He understands the power of your tongue. So James tells you that we put a bit in the mouth of a horse. Amen. Is that correct? Yes. A small bit, it controls a horse. So is the tongue. So is the tongue in your life. Amen. So just make it a purpose in your life. When you are driving, someone does something crazy on the road. Don't quickly wind down your window and fly some pewets. No, 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 no. I know. I know it's very true. <laughs> Especially when you are the one doing the right thing on the road. That one did the wrong thing. You feel justified. You feel anointed to baptize them with a few words. <laughs> hey. Are you hearing me? People feel justified. What language? A language of thanksgiving. Lord, we thank you. We didn't collide. Mind your business. I've noticed when you've done something wrong on the road, the other driver, make sure that you make eye contact. And the one who has done something wrong, they look in front like this. Amen. <laughs> because they feel justified. I disconnect. I disconnect. You see, you, you as a child of God, you are three in one. Your body, soul, and spirit. Now, there are three words that we have when it comes to thanksgiving. We've got praise, we've got worship, and then we've got thanksgiving. Are you hearing me? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It is health to your body. Thanksgiving is what? Health to your body. Amen. I'm telling you. Because it impacts your soul. It impacts your soul. Oh, yes. When you live a life of gratitude, a life of thanksgiving, even your health begins to improve. Because it impacts your soul. Amen. Worship is for your spirit. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in what? In spirit and in truth. Worship is an act of the spirit. Are you following what I'm saying? Praise is what now we do when you see us dancing. 
breaking dance. That's the praise dimension. You know, when you go home, practice a few steps. It's okay. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. That's the praise dimension. What you express outside. What you express, that's the praise dimension. Thanksgiving, it deals with your soul. Worship deals with your spirit. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So the Bible says, instead of engaging in all those things which affect your soul. Are you hearing me now? It affects your what? Your soul. Rather, engage yourself in thanksgiving. Develop a language of thanksgiving. Develop an attitude of thanksgiving. Always at home. Your kids have done something small. Develop that language of thanksgiving. Something nice happens to you. Develop the language of thanksgiving. Something bad happens to you. Develop a language of thanksgiving. Because the Bible says, giving thanks always for all things. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 20. Giving thanks always for all things. Your default setting, your default language, set your tongue to thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.